The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Club is open, ladies and gentlemen. Come in, get your freshly baked bread, get your baguettes. We've got a lovely Gabe kid. Uh, it's, it's delicious. Um, maybe want to stick away from the Rennerita a bit. We're not too sure about that. Maybe a bit, but the Rennerita may not be as nice. Kaito Kiyomiya is selling very well. We're loving Kaito Kiyomiya. Yeah! <laughs> oh, do you know, on my way home from work, I was literally wondering, I wonder if Matt's got the soundbite of Okada saying, yeah, and there we have it. You know it. I will take on uh, <laughs> who wants uh, Matt versus the world. I'll take him. Oh, man. Well, that's that's going to come in very handy very often, I think. Oh, I fucking love it. I love it, Gary. <laughs> love it. Uh, man. But yeah, very, like, wait, wait, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, home from work. Belly's full, ready to talk G1 in between this tiny little break. We're recording on a day that doesn't happen to be G1 on Monday, but by the time it says there's going to be a new a new night out for everyone to watch. How are you? Uh, how are you surviving the G1? Surviving is the word. I'm. I, I don't feel like I'm thriving. I feel like I'm struggling. Um, it's 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 an arduous marathon. It's not as bad as the best of the Super Juniors. The best of Super Juniors was a sprint, at least. I I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm very hit and miss. I got mixed feelings about this G1. I think. What are we ten nights in now? I mean, we're gonna maybe. Yeah, this is what we they just did the other last night was night ten or Saturday Sunday whatever the other night was night ten. We're ten nights into the G1, right? The last show was July thirtieth, so that was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to now like we're getting kind of we're kind of starting to see the field. Uh, We're seeing who's already been eliminated. So I think as this ramps up, um, I think we're going to start to this to. I think it's going to get more exciting for sure. I think 32 men probably just is, is too many. I think four blocks is too many. I don't feel I don't. You know, hindsight and everything. You look at everything, back at everything with rose tinted glasses. But I don't feel like the G one was ever this much of a sh- not a struggle, I suppose. But I feel like I enjoyed it more back when it was twenty people. That it was just life was simpler back then, Matt. <laughs> you think it's um, 
You think do you think the 32 men the field extends the G1 and it kind of gives these guys a little time to to rest their bodies? Yeah, 100%. Like everyone should be healthier, they're not competing as often. They the matches are shorter of course as well. They have, everyone's got seven matches instead of nine matches if you're doing 20 men blocks. Um but yeah, I just feel like the like the 20 minutes I'm I'm definitely not a fan of this 20 minutes thing. Like everything just seems over before it gets going. Like I, and I'm not, you know, the preview tags and stuff. They're fun in a way in the usual G1, uh, and it kind of helps build the story of the next night and stuff. But they were totally skippable, so obviously you could just watch the the five G1 matches on any specific night, and the majority of them are going to be bangers. Whereas now the bangers are the rarity, and there's a lot of just tick tick boxing exercises, tick ticking box exercises. I think I'm definitely saying that wrong. Box ticking exercises. There we go. I have no idea what the fuck you're trying to say. Just like doing the like, yeah. A lot of it feels uninspired. I've got bones to pick in this one. I've in in this episode. I love it. I've got some. I'm gonna be getting rid of all the the moldy bread out of the bread club. We don't want none of that in here. We want that good shit. We want that that you know when I want that when when a cartoon character smells something nice and they start floating towards the scent that's like me to gabe kid that's me to kato kiyomiya to Zack saber jr you know i and then when i smell some you know ren narita or uh some other people that i can't think off the top of my head you know it's turning the other way well i think toriano's always in that boat yeah fuck toriano <laughs> uh, i feel this look i know he's got eight points and we will dive into it uh and he's the t- at the top of c block evil still does there's nothing if you want to watch a grow, I'm grown man, I'm fucking 42 years old. You want to watch a grown man rage? Just, I should like just fucking stream me watching an yeah. evil. It's a this lot is, of. Could we make? Could we make? Could we make raise money for charity if we subjected Matt to a like marathon of evil matches? We make Matt watch evil matches for X amount of time, and we'll all donate money to make Matt suffer for it. No, because I think I would like, I think I would turn on wrestling. If I had to watch, <laughs> if I had to watch an hour worth of evil matches, I don't think I could watch wrestling for like seven. I'd have to cleanse my soul. <laughs> I have to go to confession and be like, forgive me, Father, five sin. I've watched one hour of evil matches today. Please forgive it's not me. A, it's just, it's, it's fucking, the, it's the same exact thing. Every single night with the house of torture and the dick to go and the garret and the wrench and the ref pump. I get it. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I can't remember a single evil match. I can I can kind of remember his match versus issue because I want to say that was yesterday. I'm pretty sure. Um, so that's kind of fresh in the mind. But other than that, I couldn't tell you anything else. Um, but I think that's not an evil problem that's a problem with just the entire g1 like are you telling me you want to remember evil Matt? what is no, i'm just here? saying there's lots of matches that are just very in like i'm not gonna forget them the moment the next match i'm gonna forget them sorry the moment the next match starts there's lots of filler it feels like i feel like the matches the must-see matches the list is very short for this g1 so far i think i have uh, so i have been sending you dms after i watch uh, every night 
Yeah, just one, so one, I have, one, one I, year I will keep notes as I'm watching a tournament. But it's, it's difficult because like I'm watching it on lunch break in work on my mobile and then I'm watching it on the train home from work. So I can't keep notes and I'm trying to catch up as quick as I can. No, look, I'm, that's why I was like, I think I, I sent you the comments. You're like, yeah, I haven't watched yet. And I was like, I'm just going to do this. So I have like a reference point yeah. where I can go back because I mean, we've we're what we, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eight nights. It's been eight, eight G one nights since the last time we recorded. And I fuck, man, I look back at night three and that's what I, I literally just doing that. Like it's so night three. We're, we're, let, let's go back for every fucking night. We're not going to talk about we're going to go so in depth on every match where this is a 24 hour stream. We're going to deep dive every match. We're going to talk about for an hour long Starting, of course, with Kazakimia versus Chase Owens. Let's talk about this match for one hour. Now, Kira, I'm going to throw a curveball at you, Kira, and I'm going to steal your gimmick here. Before we do that, we are on Fightful Overbook, FightfulOverbook.com, Fightful.com. On the YouTube channel, we got lots of comments, lots of love for our uh, last episode. Uh, so I just want to go through those comments uh, because we got a couple people who are weighing in on nights one and two, maybe giving their predictions. Uh, Yousef, of course great great fan follower since day one with the bread club love you boys also my match of the tournament so far is probably hanare versus mad mikey nichols that was sent 13 days ago so that was uh that was like night one i think like that was after the first couple of nights maybe yusuf's pick has changed by now maybe maybe he still loves the mad mikey why do my eyes out? Don't get don't get old, Kieran. Don't ever get old. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> so my eyes don't fucking work at all. But as Matt's doing now, we got Julian again at day one. Day one bread club hashtag day one. Uh, oh, two saying they got they're really going all out for the draws with the Musketeers, and he's he's right. We've got one the one Musketeer match left between um, Suji and Shota, right? I'm pretty sure. Saying. Um, he said Yoshiashi versus Will was match of the night for night three for him. I, I totally agree with that. Um, and Shingo versus Nare has G1 Climax written all over it. That was a uh, that was a proper G1 Climax match. That's what you expect when you get G1. Um, but yeah, he, he agrees. 24 guys with four blocks of... He, he thinks they should have kept it down like last year. Um, had 24 guys with four blocks of six each. Um, he, he And that was only after a few nights as well. So... I wonder what Julian thinks now after 13 nights. That'll be interesting. Scott George says, Bread Club is the place to be for all things New Japan. I hope Kira will pick up all those names he dropped in his room. <laughs> him and Matt record again. I also can't wait to see the guys eat bread for the intro. That would rock. We are going to eat bread. And my fucking thing I was supposed to do with my wrestler didn't even happen. He got, I was oh. supposed to go bowling with JD Drake uh last thursday and he got delayed in charlotte which is a little bit south from uh jersey because of inclement weather and by the time he got to the area uh it was the bowling alley was closed it was too late to do anything so i am still trying to catch up to you karen uh, I, um, one day matt you you can you can aim for the highest of highs <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> i'm going for it baby uh jmp591 on youtube saying it's their first year watching the g1 uh nice. night one match of the night show versus ren match of the night show night two shingo versus eddie and match of the night night three sonata versus shota and he's also loving gabe kid up all the people he's never seen before 
Gabe Kidd has definitely been a standout. I'm 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 excited to talk about Gabe on this episode. I'm fucking loving yeah! Gabe. Yeah. Okada gets it. Okada's a big Gabe fan. Oh God. Uh Declan Sanchez, seven seven two nine five. My fucking eyes are going. I think Mikey Nichols is my wrestler of the tournament, and Will Ospreay versus Yoshihashi was so damn good. It was just a fast pace, hard hitting is also Eddie versus Big Tom. Uh, was Eddie's best match so far in all of TMDK or my MVP. Zach is just so good. And Shane Hayes is the most underrated wrestler in the G1. Hell yeah. Keep up the good content, boys. Best wrestling podcast. Yeah, not even best New Japan podcast. Best wrestling podcast. Just says a lot take... about the other podcasts we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Pete Davies. Always, he's never he's never one to, to shy away from his opinion. I, I respect Pete Davies. Love him. Uh, saying he disagrees on Shingo and Eddie and thought it was a really good match, one of his favorites at night too. Um, he would put Orange Cassidy up there, his title reign and his matches when it comes to consistent top quality matches. Um, and he was a Ren fan. He loved Narita versus Shota. Be interested to know if he's still a fan after that fucking debacle that they called a Sonata wrestling match. Um, but yeah, and he, he he's saying Kaito has come across hasn't come across too impressive for him. At that time, again, be interesting to get all these guys' opinions now that we're, they've had time to watch these guys over five, six matches. Yes, please. And if you're watching this on YouTube, Fightful Overbooked on the YouTube, please comment. We'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, we appreciate the comments. We are really making an effort to go back and read them on the air because uh, your feedback is super important to us and like-minded wrestling fans. And it's just uh, it's a nice positive thing because uh, you don't get that on the X <laughs> is that the CM Punk thing? The the no, that's what fucking oh, Twitter is, dude. Oh, God, see, this is why it's so confusing. Elon, you fucking idiot. It's still um, called Twitter, but now it just shows up as an X. Yeah, fucking fancy stay, X. Stay a fucking man. Um, you know who's maybe got a big New Jack fan? Ugh, I mean, maybe. I mean, on the New Japan website, an X means a loss. So you know, maybe it kind of works in a roundabout way because Elon Musk is a fucking loser, isn't he? Um, I don't know, but New Jack and ECW would throw X up for the gangsters. I don't think Elon Musk is a uh, gangster enough to be associated with New Jack somehow. <laughs> you know, I'd, so. I'd pay to see the match. I'd I'd, I'd contribute to uh, Elon Musk getting butchered by New Jack. Uh, it's gonna what that be? There would be a zombie New Jack then. Kieran, yeah, exactly. Even better. Hey, let me ask you. I know this is a New Japan podcast, and I know we're going to talk about the G One, but I do want to bring up. Exotic Adrian Street, he passed away today. Yeah, I gotta admit, today's the first day I heard that name. Oh, okay. What about uh, Pee Wee Herman? Pee Wee Herman, passed I don't know Pee Wee, oh, yeah, Pee Wee Herman, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I'm not gonna, you know, no one knows everything when it comes to wrestling. I don't know, I, I've never heard of man. I'm not gonna try pull put on a face and say that, you know, I'm a big British wrestling historian or something like that. I, I yeah, no idea, but he evidently played an impact. He's being reported on. BBC News and stuff, he passed away. It's obviously a big part of uh, British wrestling history. Yeah, very big part in wrestling history. All right, well, you don't know shit about that, so we'll move on to what you do know. <laughs> G1 uh, Climax 33. We're going to go all the way back to night three. We're just going to go night by night. It's only like t- 13 days ago. It's fucking... Um, yeah, exactly, man. Do you know how much happens in 13 days, Matt? Yeah, I got to look children, at my, uh, my messages children, I sent to you. <laughs> children are born. Bread goes out of date title belts come back out of the never and they get 
X's written across the middle of them, and people think it's a shot at the elite, even though the E just happens to be in the middle of the fucking belt. Um, I think it's. I think it's. I know this is not need. I think it's if if it's a shot at the elite because I think that'll that feud will make a shitload of money for them. I think it's a very good storytelling. Yeah. Um. So back all the way back, Kaiser Kimia defeating Chase Owens, Kenta defeating Great Khan, Gabe Kidd defeating Hikaleo. Taichi defeating Tangaloa. Renneri and Suji going to a 20 minute time limit draw. Yo, Will Ospreay defeating Yoshashi. Sonada defeating Shota Umno. And Kazuchika Okada defeating El Fantasmo. That was night one. What What was your pick of the litter? Anything worth discussing from that? That was, that, night, that, that was that, night three. Night three, sorry. The first night we're discussing on Break Club. Anything from that night that uh, you particularly enjoyed, Matt? Fuck. Uh, I had said. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's full transparency, guys. This is not easy to talk about all this shit. Um, I was. We're going to get to like Taichi versus Okada, and I remember loving that match. But talking about about it now, I'm going to be like, I don't remember what happened, but I remember loving it. We should have. We should have just talked to each other after we watched it, and then I could have just edited it all together. Yeah, (laughs) do a five five minute bread club episode every day. Um, I I had sent you a message. Um, I was surprised that we got another draw with Narita and Suji. Yeah, there was the back-to-back draws then because we had the Shota and Ren had already gone to the draw. Um, so yeah, it played into this whole thing, and the Musketeers going to be drawing against each other seemingly. Uh, I thought Osprey Yoshihashi was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, uh, Yoshihashi Osprey was so good. Yoshihashi is. He's not that he's underrated now. It's just it's it's so cool to see how what he's gone from and to what he is now. That he is l- l- sincerely one of the best on the roster. Like he will put on a banger, whether it's in a tag team or a singles match, as long as he's got someone that can meet him halfway. I don't think he's he's not going to carry someone to a good match, but meet him halfway, could be be a half decent wrestler, and you've got you've got some the potential there. Uh, what was else? this also? I think this was also the debut of Will Ospreay's new finisher, the Leap of Fate. Leap of Faith. Leap of Faith. They've got it wrong on New Japan website. It's Leap of Faith. That I'm was sure. night three. Yeah, when he beat Yoshihashi, I'm pretty sure that's when he debuted it. Yeah, because he lost the he lost his first match against Taichi. Yes. So yes, good call. So, so this is when he debuted his new finisher, Leap of Faith. Um, I've I've seen people say, you know, the last person that needs another finisher is Will Ospreay. I like it. It's having multiple ways to end the match is never a bad thing to me. No, I agree hundred percent. It's very from a Let's just be like, let's fucking pretend like we're watching. Like, if I know Kieran's finisher is the fucking super kick and he fucking stomps them out like fucking Shawn Michaels, because that never lets people know that the super kick is coming. <laughs> um, like, it's one dimensional, right? But th- if there's like four different ways a dude can finish off somebody, whether it be, you know, the fucking hidden blade or the the leap it's, of faith. He's got four now. You got the yeah, yeah, like, hidden blade, leap of faith. Storm Breaker and Storm Driver, like he's got four finishers essentially. Like that's that's cool. I love that. Yeah, I think from a if if you look at wrestling as it, like a like a real if it was like a real athletic, like it wasn't you know it wasn't entertainment. It was a real thing, and I had to face some dude that had four finishers. Like you have to, you could it could come from anywhere. Yeah, it is it's awesome. Big, 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 big fan of that. Um, and I think it bears mentioning in the main event. I don't think the match was anything particularly special but um 
literally like moments an hour before something like that before el fantasmo was about to go out and wrestle okada el fantasmo received a phone call from his father to say that el fantasmo's grandfather had passed away um and he cut a really emotional backstage promo not after the okada match a few nights later uh you know regaling the story you know the man's grandfather just died and then he has to go out and put on a main event and act like there's nothing wrong and that he's you know he's in a g1 match and it's against okada it's a it couldn't be a bigger singles match if he tried um and a poor guy goes out puts on an amazing match and yeah with the whole time this thing in the back of his head like it, it's incredible from him it's it's really heartbreaking can i now i'm just uh how do i see this without sounding like a complete dickhead let's go for it i feel so i don't know i don't know the truth to look Because because the narrative right that we've been g- getting through the G one with ELP is he's alone. He doesn't have a he faction. He doesn't have friends. He's yep. alone now. If this unfortunate incident just happened to coincide with him being there, and they just he decided like I want to pay homage to my grandfather and bring it up in an interview, where yes, it's unfortunate he couldn't go home. It sucks losing a family member and not being able to be there. But also, I felt like it's like worked in a little like he's alone. He's alone he's alone he's alone and i think they keep hammering that home so maybe he doesn't win his block but i think by the time we get to the end of the g1 i think elp has a home oh 100 percent, yeah I, that's the story being told like you look at a match with tangaloa and uh post-match tangaloa is lifting lp's arm and helping him off the mat when elp escapes with the win and stuff and it's i, I certainly got a vibe from that that maybe el fantasmo finds his new home with gorillas of destiny who are kind of Hontai adjacent, but they're kind of their own thing still. Like they get their own little banner and they say, you know, do you know what I mean? Um, is, is the vibe I got. But yeah, that, that, that's the whole story they've been telling. Since he, El Fantasmo came back for the match against David Finley, that he's got no friends and he's on his own and he needs friends. Um, it, there's a story being told about El Fantasmo throughout the G1 for sure. And it's a tragedy if his grandfather did really pass away. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's heartbreaking. Um, Night two, you kick off Zack Sabre Jr. Defeat no, night Torrent. four, night four, Kieran, night four. Night two of the Bread Club's G1 Climax. <laughs> uh, night four, July 19th, Zack Sabre Jr. defeats Toriano. David Finley defeats Michael Nichols. Jeff Cobb defeats Alice Coglin. Evil defeats Eddie Kingston. Tanahashi defeats Shane Haste. Hinare defeats Shingo Takagi. Tetsuya Naito defeats Hiroki Goto. And Tamatonga defeats Tomohiro Ishii. Um, I want to kick off with Jeff Cobb versus Alex Coughlin, Matt. Yeah, uh, dude, it was. I sent you a message Wednesday, July nineteenth at eleven twenty in the morning. Night four may have been my favorite night so far. I that that I loved the Jeff Cobb Alex Coughlin match because Jeff Cobb seemingly just said, "Alex, go do your big boy shit, get get all your stuff in, make like throw me around," and then Jeff Cobb just got the win at the end. But Alex Coughlin looked amazing. That gorilla pressing Jeff Cobb. Like that's not no one's seen anything like that before. That was outrageous. No, man, Alex. Look, Alex Coglin. There's and I think so. We started talking about the field being too big, but now we get to these moments, and I think New Japan is like Alex Coglin may not get out of uh, D block with a th- with all the points, right? But man, to to fucking put Jeff Cobb over your head. That is something that New Japan will use going like that's yeah. they'll use that going forward, right? That'll be an image you see a lot. Yes. So it doesn't matter that Alex Coughlin had 
you know, got four points in the G1. It's that he is a fucking hoss and he put Jeff Cobb over his head and they'll use that to springboard him into whatever's next for him, whether it's, you know, the, the tag title situation with him or if they still hold the open strong weights and they go, they each go there, you know, and they try to, to war dog it up with uh, somebody else. But man, like, yes, it's a big field, but these moments are really, really cool, especially for someone like Alex Conlon. Oh yeah. This is such a big, a big uh, experience for him after like, you know, kind of said it in his promo sitting in America for years on end without ever being used. Um, I, it's not a match I want to discuss, but it was kind of funny seeing him have a little bit of a meltdown when Eddie Kingston lost to Evil. <laughs> um, Look, man, I, I, because uh, we're gonna talk. I firmly stand where I stood two weeks ago on the Eddie Kingston. Yeah, he's been fine. He he's been totally fine. I I don't. I, he's he's not. If you was to have people that are underperforming, people that are okay, and people that are. Uh, uh, just outstanding that are doing great Eddie would be found in the middle of the field uh, from night four too I thought the Yano's as much as I don't like I thought you put Zack Sabre Jr. with Yano and I thought it's some it's the best match Yano's had in years yeah Yano Zack seems to always do well he really can lean into the comedy stuff he thought he, he's funny anyway like he's always sh- sh- you know shouting out stuff and being the, the brash British prick that he is um, and he seemingly does always work well with Yano. And it was a quick one. It was in and out. It was five minutes. Um, nothing wrong with that. I know people really loved uh, Shingo Takagi versus Hanare. Uh, Hanare is really potentially is it his only win of the tournament, maybe? Certainly his biggest win to get that second win over Hanare, uh, to get another win over Shingo this year um, after beating him in the New Japan Cup, I want to say. Uh, I, I, this match didn't do anything for me. i got to admit, I love Hanare. Uh, I, I dig the new look, everything about it. I absolutely love it. But the match, yeah, it, it done nothing for me. Really, I really enjoyed that. I thought these guys, I like Kanare and Shingo. Um... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And I, th- I thought these guys put on a hell of a hell of a war, um, but I get it. I get why you wouldn't like it. So nice. I... No, go on, go for it. I said I tell you what I did like, and I'll tell. I would I would sign my name on the dotted line right now for Naito to win the G one if Vintage Naito that we got against Hiroki Goto on night four is the Naito we see the whole tournament. Naito's been great. He's not doing anything. He's just he's he's such a consistent wrestler. He's not gonna come in and do some crazy like thing that's gonna explode on Twitter. He's not gonna do something for a, that you can capture in a GIF. It's just the whole. The, there's an experience with Naito from the entrance to the end of the match. It's a whole story with Naito. It's not just 
one moment in a match. It's not the gorilla press like Alex Coughlin. As awesome as that was, it's it's just polar opposites with Naito. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I'm like very. I have like agita. I had a big breakfast sandwich today. <laughs> so good. So night five, right? Night five. That's where we're night at. Five. So at the time, this was certainly looking back. This was the best night so far by for me. Uh, undoubtedly, you had Yoshi. There, there was one stinker, but the stinker may be the stinkiest stinker of all to ever stink. Um, fucking. Ooh. All right, Yoshihashi defeating Tangaloa. Gabe Kidd defeating Ren Narita. Great Okan defeating El Fantasmo. Chase Owens defeating Hikaleo. Will Ospreay defeating Kenta. Shota Umino and Kaitakimi are going to a 20 minute time limit draw. Okada defeating Taichi and Sonata defeating Suji. That final four, five matches Osprey Kenta, Shota Kaito, Okada Taichi, Sonata Suji. It's probably the best back to back to back to back to back this G1 has had. Yeah. No, without a doubt. I think I was in the same boat with you. I threw Kid and Narita in there too. I really enjoyed Kid Narita was great. I this was that was the best Narita match, I think, was against Gabe Kid. And Gabe I just love I love love whatever uh I love I'm loving Gabe Kid. I love I love like let's see. So you listen to this and you listen to me complain about like evil, right? And Gabe Kid's doing the same thing, but it's this is not the Gabe. We've never seen this Gabe Kid, this version where he just fucking attacks people before the bell. Like it's brutal, it's vicious, it's what the war dogs are. It's not some hokey bullshit like evil. And it's awesome to see him in here with all these guys because up until this point, he was just black tights, you know, black boots wrestling like an opening match that like with all due respect, nobody really gave a shit about now. Like here he is a fucking maniac and I am all here for every single Gabe kid match. Obviously full transparency. There's matches I skip, right? And I'm sure you, I don't know if you're, I've you watched, said, I've, I've, I've forced myself to watch every single fucking match. There's matches. I will skip for time reasons, but I will watch every fucking Gabe kid match and Alex Coggan for that matter. You know, I'm I mean, like, I don't give a shit about Chase Owens. I'm not really a big fucking Toriano fan. Unless they're wrestling somebody, I want to see them wrestle. Like Hikuleo kind of doesn't do nothing. He doesn't do anything for me. I think Hikuleo's had a, a decent tournament, all things considered. But yeah, let's, let's take a sidebar to just talk about Gabe Kidd throughout this tournament. Because yeah, you say about he's doing the same things as House of Torture. But it's just so different. What With, with House of Torture, what's going to happen? Evil's going to do the chair home run thing. Dick Togo's going to pull out the grow. They're going to do the spot where they knock the announcer off the commentary table. They're going to take the corner pad off. You can sit there and you can play bingo and you will win every single fucking time. And yeah, Gabe Kidd, you know he's going to come out and attack from behind, but then you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. He might, like, you know, fans are scurrying for their life. It's so volatile. He really reminds me of Stan Hansen in that you just don't know what the, this motherfucker's going to do. Like, the young Lions can't protect the fans quick enough. Um, he, oh, uh, this like he's li- literally just like if if you're in the way, he's gonna like you know he will barrel through the fans, that's and it. it will end up back in the ring, and then there's gonna but that's the, the thing about a gay kid match. Sure, there's gonna be the element of just a good match in there as well. They will get in the ring, and he will put on a good match, which you just don't get from Evil as often. Like every gay kid match, you get in the ring, and it's awesome. And I think that's why this was probably Renderita's best match because Gabe Kid beat up Renarita, and Renarita was like, I'm going to beat up Gabe Kid back. He wasn't doing these shitty little forearms where he's the second coming of Shibata and he can't throw a forearm. 
because it was Gabe Kidd, maybe because the LA Dojo connection, maybe they were training together, maybe because Gabe Kidd was roughing up Ren. Ren fucking went for it here. This was Ren's best outing. Yeah, you're still... I know you were last time we got together. You did not enjoy Ren's night one. Ren is... Ren has gotten worse, man. He is degraded over this tournament. He is he is exposed in this tournament, man. He's standing there naked for everyone to see. Can we talk about night four Kenta? Can we... Is it... Does, does Kenta play up? So Kenta's in there with Will Ospreay. You got you got the Kenta that everybody wants, right? This was crazy. Where the fuck did where where has this Kenta been? Like Will Ospreay even put up on like tweeted like I bought out the 2003 or 2007 Kenta or I brought him back. And he did. It this was it, just the simple things. Like Will's sat like sat upright. And Kenta's kicks are fucking solid. I haven't seen the boy kick like that in a long time. But then he's moving. He's running. Like, the corner drop kick that Shibata stole. Like, I haven't seen him hit that that good since probably he's ever joined New Japan. Yeah, I don't know what it... I don't know what it... It's... It's, frust, it's frustrating for because we have to... Because usually we have to sit through a Kenta match, whether it's when I go to a strong show here or it's... You know, some pay-per-view special or just a series of shows, and it's, they, they they've been so underwhelming. And then here he comes up with Osprey, and you're like, I'll watch because it's an Osprey match, and I'm uh, you know you know what Will's gonna bring to the table. And then this guy shows up, and you're like, what the fuck? Where have you been for the last fucking five years? It was so good. Like I don't maybe Will Osprey's a big Kenneth fan. Is it, you know Kenneth? Can we go out and actually put on a fucking match? Or maybe Kenneth was excited to wrestle Will. Who who fucking knows? But this was awesome. Kenneth's best in perhaps in a New Japan ring, certainly in many many fucking years. Um, Will Osprey really brought back the old Kenta. Um, show to Umino and Kaya Great time limit draw. Um, but- if you're uh, if you're pro wrestling Noah, are you like? You worried that you sent this fucking kid to the G1 and he's fucking killing it? Like, is I don't look, I don't know how contracts work in Japan. Like, if they could just fucking take, like, dude, he's doing great. I, 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 I had such high expectations for Kaiso and he's really delivered. And I love the Gabe Kid match so much as well. I'm so excited to talk about the Gabe Kid Kaiso Kimiya match. Um, but yeah, Kaito is doing everything he he needed to do and more. Um, like we we mentioned the Okada Taichi match earlier as well. This was one of the matches of the tournament. Taichi should have got the fucking win, man. Yeah. Give the no, boy I'm the win. Oh, God, I was rooting for Taichi, man. I've, do you know what? That's one of the things I think that's kind of difficult about a G1. Like, good wrestling matches are fun, but you want to get invested. You need more than just good wrestling to get invested. You want a story. And Taichi like, delivered this in spades, man. I was, like, rooting for Taichi from my sofa during this match. Yeah, man. He's, it's, he's, Taichi's good for, like, Taichi's good for great matches, and then during the G1, he's great for like one or two where you end up just like fucking pulling for him. And this was, I was in the same boat. God damn, what a fucking great match. And then Sonata Suji run it back, and I was like, uh, really already, like right after Dominion? Fuck, man. This was, it, it was really good. I don't think it was as good as Dominion, but they're playing the G1 time in it. It's a, it's a very different environment. Um, but yeah, again, I, that that match just really top like was the vocal point of this whole back to back to back these last five matches just being killer after killer after killer not five was it five six four four matches yeah sorry four. it's match five was all right um Hikaleo versus Chase Owens can we talk about for all the wrong reasons perhaps <laughs> the wor- perhaps the worst match in a New Japan ring in twenty twenty three 
It's it's look, in the man, in the decade twenty twenty. It's rough. It's I look. I went on this show two weeks ago, and Chase Owens I think was a good hand. He opened the G. Where he opened the G one, uh, night one, right? No, there was Yoshihashi ELP, but he was. I, I'm not hot. Chase Owens is a good hand. He works well on the eight mans. His singles can be okay if he's in there with the right guy. Hikuleo just doesn't do it for me. I'm not going to say he's not having a decent G1. There's just nothing like, I don't know. Maybe I'm still a little hot that he beat Jay White too. Like, that's never going to go away. The same way. I think his best match was against Yorosuji. And I think that's because Yorosuji actually made done the things you need to do when you're against an opponent like Hikuleo. Like, no one's making Hikuleo look like the giant that he fucking is. Right. And it's weird that he goes in there with. against suji where you think it's going to be a big man battle and suji doesn't wrestle like and, and it was and it was the best match of hikilo's tournament by a country mile whereas in this one chase owens basically i don't know that hikilo done any moves in this match Ch- chase owens just ran it for the 11 minutes and 20 seconds it went on for and it was the longest 11 minutes of my entire fucking life um yeah, we're, we're like almost 30 episodes into the bread club so you know that's saying something <laughs> and then we move on to night six i'm losing track um Sack Sabre jr defeating alex coglin tamatonga defeating mikey nichols hiroki goto defeating shane haste eddie kingston defeating hanare tetsuya naito defeating toro yano shingo takagi defeating tomohiro ishii and jeff cobb defeating hiroshi tanahashi and in the main event david finley defeating evil highlights from this night matt uh i love zach and alex yeah i think it, it was weird i feel like i want i don't know i feel like i maybe wanted to like it more i feel like they may be a bit off um yeah i'm not sure i i, I really i maybe i just went into this these are two of my favorite guys and i maybe i was just expecting way too much um you temper your expectations young man yeah exactly um that maybe one of the highlights of this entire night. To be honest, I can't remember much of the action in the ring. Um, Tetsuya Naito taking literally 20 minutes to make his entrance. So long that his music finished and he quickly runs to the back to come out again for his music restarted. And you can just see his coat flapping in the air behind him. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun. Look, it was fun. Naito, with, he funded up against Yano. Uh, I liked Shingo and Big Tom. I think it was as advertised. You know, you knew what you were going to get out of him. And I thought Hanari Kingston was good, too. Yeah, I think I liked the finish of Hanari Kingston, the uh, Uriken and then just like falling into it and then both kind of being knocked out, just fucked up. Um, it, it was a really cool finish. Um, David Finley and Evil was just a heaping pile of fucking That's disappointment. Strong. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't, you know, obviously the it's only a matter of time before we saw War Dogs getting involved, but it's like it was just overkill, man. I as well, we all wanted something here, some semblance of story, and we got just fucking nothing. No, we're still we still have nothing. There wasn't a too sweet after. There wasn't one of them going for a too sweet, and the other one walking away. Backstage comments, Finley was just like, everyone wants to know about. House of Torture and Bullet Club, I'll say this, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And that was it. And it's like, give us fucking something, man. Like, this is the main event as well, for fuck's sake. Dude. The only thing I liked from this match was the fucking ref squad. When, like, Red Shoes was like, let's get the boys out here. And he had, like, two or three referees backing him up, watching around at ringside and stuff. I ne- That was really fucking cool and smart. We haven't... 
I mean, we're up to night six right now, but Jeff Cobb went over Tanahashi. Obviously, Tanahashi's not Tanahashi, but like Jeff Cobb's having a sneaky, impressive G1 so far, no? Yeah, I think in my the WrestleMania Pickums, I think I have him. In, I definitely have him qualifying. I don't know that I picked him to win the block, um, but yeah, I definitely had Jeff Cobb qualifying. He's only got the one loss so far, and that's the Toriano. Um, you know, he beat Naito, who he's historically never been able to beat. Big win over Tanahashi. He beat Zack Saber Jr. Again, they had the the feud over the NJPWR TV title, and he couldn't pick up a win. Um, Jeff Cobb certainly looks like he will be qualifying from the D block. Uh, it's just a matter of who who will be there with him. Um, I think we'll know more. Like I think it's Naito versus Zach on Tuesday, tomorrow at the time of recording this. I'm sure that'll give us a better idea of who's going to be alongside uh, Jeff Cobb. Let's see. Tuesday. 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 Naito Zach is the second. I don't even. This Wednesday. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. We're okay. in August. We're in August, pal. We are. We are. Um, Where the not... fuck does the time go, Kieran? Night... Where does it go? What night are we on, Matt? We're on seven, big guy. Night, se- night seven. Will Ospreay defeats Great Khan. Re- uh, Shota Umino defeats Gabe Kidd. Kenta defeats Taichi. Yotsuji defeats Chase Owens. El Fantasma defeats Tangaloa. Hikaleo defeats Ren Narita. Okada defeats Yoshihashi. And Sanada defeats Kaito Kiyomiya. With two seconds left on the clock. Yeah, that 19 was... minutes, that? 58 seconds. I I felt like they Sonado was meant to hit the deadfall. That like he looked like he was gonna try and pick him up to hit the deadfall, and then he was just like, "Fuck it, there's no time. You're losing to the shining wizard instead." Sorry, brother. <laughs> uh, night seven. Um, what did I have for seven? I feel like my nights are all fucked up, man. It's it's so difficult to get. I don't think there was anything overly memorable here. We had the the clash between Great Okan and Will Ospreay. Um, Great Okan having a story being told as well in that he's just fucking eating shit. <laughs> he, he lost the Rev Pro title. He shows up at a G1 press conference, doesn't say anything. He's not been doing backstage comments this entire tour. He's one of the first people eliminated out of contention from qualifying from the blocks. He's spewing mist in Will Ospreay's face. He's using chairs against Will Ospreay, I wanted to say as well. Uh, th- there's definitely a story being told here with Great Okan. Yeah, it looks like the wheels are fucking falling off on the big guy. Spend yeah. less time with the ladies, buddy. Uh, I mean, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, it's look. I mean, it's he, he's you know, it's clearly affecting him. But do you know what? I was I like show to Umino, Gabe Kid. Of course, Gabe Kid is always coming out from behind down the ramp. Show to Umino, of course, comes out through the stands and through the crowd. And show to standing there in Corican Hall in the crowd, and in the background, you just see a door open, and Gabe Kid comes charging out like some fucking cartoon psychopath, like it's Tom and Jerry or something. And just rattle Shota and then puts on his dumb coat. Stupid guy, I fucking hate Shota Umino. I think Suji's the best of the three three musketeers. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. This, this is I think this G one's done wonders for Shota though. I like Shota a lot more than I did before this G one. Yeah, he's having a nice showing. Uh so we cut so so here's like Kenta has this great showing, and then he comes back and he's and I'm like, okay, like Tai Chi's on fire. We just got like Kenta of old. This match does barely goes over fucking two minutes. Yeah, they done the whole song and like, you know, cheering whose belt is better and they're both lifting their titles to the crowd for like five minutes and then the match starts and it's over as quickly as it began. I mean, no disrespect to Defy Wrestling, but does anyone in Japan actually give a shit about that belt that Kenta has? No, I I, I highly doubt it. I mean, 
Canada's a champion. I, don't so. know like, I was just like perplexed. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, look, if you're going to tell me Kenta's next to go after the KOPW with Tai Chi and like the Kenta that just wrestled Osprey is going to show up and they're going to have like a decent feud, like I'm in. But I don't understand the Defy title being involved. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. If you're Defy, it's great exposure for you. Like, yeah. it's awesome. I, I'm I'm not against it. I, I like seeing other titles just showing up and stuff. Um, I can't remember the match itself, but I remember loving Okada versus Yoshihashi. Um, Okada was being his little prickish self even to Yoshihashi, which was a, a cool caveat. Um but yeah, I really, I really like this match again. Yoshihashi is just is is showing out this tournament, man. He he's so fucking good. Yeah, man. Do you now sidebar to that? Do you think like? Do you think? Do you think this will obviously after the G one we get ready for World Tag League, right? But is this like uh, is this indicative? Maybe we get to see Yoshihashi take a shot at at a singles title, or is he going back to Bishimon for? I mean, yeah, he's definitely got the vision one thing, man. But I would love to see a Yoshihashi like never title reign or even a US title reign. I think the difficulty is, I mean, it shouldn't be a hindrance, but there's certainly a dated perception of Yoshihashi among foreign fans. But that shouldn't play. I don't, I don't New Japan give a fuck, um, quite frankly, and nor should they, uh, because the man is the man is awesome. The man deserves his flowers, and you know, the never title has lost its. It's lost its prestige and it's lost the mentality of it being these big hosses and stuff. Like Finley is trying to hoss it up, trying to make it a bit more chunky and, you know, a bit more fighty. But I think Yoshihashi could do that just as well. Yeah. So it's, uh, again, going back to is the field too big? Maybe. But, you know, like you put him in there with Osprey, he delivers. You put him in there with Okada, he delivers. Like, these guys like Naito and Tanahashi are getting long in the tooth. Like if Yoshihashi can step up and be like a great guy who is like your never open weight champion or challenging for the U.S. title, like it's a win, man. Yeah, I mean, if you had Yoshihashi challenging Will for the U.S. title, that would be a banger. That would be awesome. Like look what they put on in a G1 match where they kind of weren't. They, they probably wasn't going as hard as they can, but you Will Ospreay when he's got a title on the line, he wants to make it a big deal. He he. He makes sure we're getting the best Will Ospreay whenever he's in a title match. So, and Yoshiashi would certainly step up to the occasion. I'd love to see Yoshiashi challenge for Will's title, man. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And you give him, and and we're seeing through the tournament that 20 minute time limit really does affect the matches. If you let Will Ospreay and Yoshiashi off the leash, even if it went like 27, those seven minutes are really important in the story these guys are going to be telling. So, I like that idea, Osprey Yoshihashi for that U.S. title. Sign me up. And then we're on night, whatever number comes after eight. the number I said previously. After night, seven is eight. <laughs> night eight. Evil defeats Anare. Alex Coglin defeats Hiroki Goto. Shingo Kagi defeats Mikey Nichols. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeats Toriano. Tomohiro Ishii defeats Eddie Kingston. Shane Hayes defeats Tetsuya Naito. Tamatonga defeats David Finley. And Jeff Cobb defeats Zack Sabre Jr. The ending to Shingo versus Mikey, Matt. I think Mikey's got a a few screws loose in this tour. He's certainly leading the way for concussion count, I would say. Yeah, this was uh this was I enjoyed this. The action was was heavy. The 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 juice was uh unexpected but enjoyable and yes, yeah, Mikey Mikey is uh I mean, look, man, it's his first G1. You're going you're gonna to go all out, right? You got to make an impression. And I think we're going to see from the ashes of the G1, I think I think TMDK gets I think they've run 
run the table in the World Tag League, man. Please get 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 the IWGP Tag Titles on them. Obviously, Bishamon aren't meant to be the champions right now. It's probably still meant to be Aussie Open, Aussie Open vacating the titles and Bishamon coming in and getting them back. Like, yeah, I'm dying to see TMDK as tag as tag champions after this G1 run from both of them as well. They 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 deserve it, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I also, sorry, I got to keep going back to these te- the the thing that I sent you because I have, um, I thought Eddie Big Tom was both both their best ma- best matches. It's wild, isn't it? Like because the, I I love this as well, but what differentiates this from Shingo versus Ishii or Shingo versus Anare? Like on paper, I couldn't say I couldn't explain why one is better than the other, but I loved Eddie versus Ishii. And I was very lukewarm on Shingo Hanare and Shingo versus Ishii. I I, I can't I couldn't tell you why. I, I just it, the, the other ones just felt uninspired to me. Whereas this one, I just fucking loved. I I, I yeah. It just I couldn't I can't explain it, but I loved this match. I think something just hits different with these guys. These guys have wrestled before. They've I think they've wrestled in AEW, and I just think I just think the the reins are off, right? Like Eddie Kingston wants to go out and do this, and fucking Big Tom's like. I've been doing it the last 15 years like this. Let's go, Hammer. Let's make let's make a let's make a mark on this G1. I think that's the thing with like an issue match as well. Again, like you know, like a house torture match, you know what you're getting with an issue match. You know you're gonna get the I'll suplex you, I'm gonna jump up and fight through it, and I'm gonna suplex you back, and then we're gonna, both gonna fall down and we're probably gonna do a one count like late in the game, we're gonna do a one count real quick kick out. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I can't. Sometimes it just works, and sometimes that you forget the the nuance of it all and the, the tick boxing of it all, and it just worked like this. This was this was great. This was Eddie Kingston's best this tournament. And yeah, no, actually, agree. no, you're right. Yeah, both men, both, both men's men. best. Uh, Jeff Cops at oh, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Shane Hayes defeated Tetsuya Naito, Matt. We cannot glance over hysterical Shane Hayes getting a win with Bomb Valley Death over Mister Tetsuya Naito. I wasn't going to skip over it. I was just going to get to, you know, you jumped to the main event. Well, that's because that was on my list of things. I, that I ranked high. <laughs> oh, man. I, I shame. Like I, I said this to you after the Aussie open tag title match. I want to say much earlier in the year in like March or something that I wanted Shane haste in the G one. The boy is performing. He is killing it. I love it. I can't, I'm so happy they gave him this big win over Naito that's such a fucking cool moment yeah absolutely and, and you know we we when we put our predictions in like Naito's probably the favorite to win it but for Shane Hayes to get a victory over him like I think that's a huge it's just huge feather in his cap and I think that's and I don't know how the five fuck I don't I'm not into I'm not in wrestling I know fucking nothing let's just I'll just put it out just a wrestling fan but I think that's a sign that the office is like you're gonna go out there and beat Naito, who, you know, all te- all intensive purposes was maybe win the G1, but he's also fucking Naito, right? So you just don't let somebody beat Naito or Tanahashi or Okada just f- for shits and giggles, especially if it's, if it's their first G1. Yeah, exactly. Like they could have had Yano beat Naito, and no one bats an eyelid. Oh, Yano got a win. No, no one cares. But to give it to Shane Hayes, it mean, it means so much more. Like Matt just said. Um, but yeah, then in the main event, Jeff Cobb defeating Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, these guys have such good chemistry together. Yeah, no, absolutely. I could look, man. Let's run it back. Let's have a feud for the TV title. Let's make it a fucking semifinals match in the G1. Like, I'm all here for it. I'm not here. Look, man. 
I don't think I've recovered from Tomaton the t- the first Tomatonga never open weight title run. Yeah, nah. When he lost to Carl, he won it. It was a great moment. Then he loses it to Machine Gun, and then like, uh, like he's a, now, it's like, a he beats Finley, great, but like, I don't want another fucking Finley Tomatonga match. It's so like when Tomatonga last year, once he started becoming a singles wrestler. Get doing well in the G1 and everything. I, I couldn't stop singing the man's praises. I thought he was amazing. And now I just couldn't care less. He's not cutting it for me in the ring. He's not cutting from it for me in his backstage promos. I'm just very indifferent to Tamatonga right now. He's doing nothing for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. And I was I was with you at top of the mountain screaming, like, give this guy a singles run. Let's make him a fucking champion. And, and now I'm just like, all right, like. Whatever, Tomatonga's here. Well, at least the next night featured the match of the tournament, Matt. You got uh, Shota Umino defeating Chase Owens, Taichi defeating Yoshihashi, Gabe Kidd and Kaitakimiya going to a count-out draw, Tangalo defeating Great Okan, Hikaleo defeating Yotsuji, El Phantasmo defeating Kenta, Sonada defeating Rentamrita, and in the main event, Will Ospreay defeating Kazuchika Okada. Matt, Kaikimi of Escape Kid. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. I can't I can't believe look. I can't believe they went double count out. Neither can I. I can't that's such a big moment for Gabe. They didn't have Gabe lose to Kaito. The boy took him to a time they went to they, they, they there's gotta be more coming to this. Please, you cannot just leave it at this. No, you can't. A block is a fucking enigma, dude, with the time limit draws, the double count outs like you know, everywhere else, everyone's throwing up fucking two, two, two. We got fucking ones across the board in, in A block. And it's like this this last night of this tournament is going to be huge for the A block. I just this, this match this Kaito Gabe match just brawling all through the crowd, then going in the ring. And when Kaito just becomes pissed off once he when someone gets under his skin, we've seen it with Okada, like the fight with Okada. He just becomes like a different man. He's like a man possessed Gabe spitting in his face and Kaito spitting back. Um, them just fucking literally some some really mean slaps and forearms. I love the Japanese crowd here as well in that Gabe spit at Kaito. They booed the shit out of Gabe. That's booing Gabe the whole time. Kaito spits back at Gabe. Hey, fuck you, Kaito. Don't spit back. And they started booing Kaito too. Just don't spit is the agenda here, guys. Spitting is yeah. bad. Gross. That's we just came out of a pandemic, do. guys. Exactly. What are we doing? And then like, they brawl for ages after the double counter. They don't care that the referees count to 20. They just want to rip into each other. The bell goes. Everyone's trying to break it up, and they keep on fucking getting back at each other. Gabe gets back in the ring. He's like, let's fucking go. And the crowd starts, starts chanting for Gabe. Like, Gabe has sent off this invader, and he's protected the honor of New Japan. Gabe don't care. Gabe no, just wants don't. to fight this guy from Noah. Gabe just wants to put this guy to sleep. This is... Look, A block. I for me, A block has been the most exciting. You know, I I I was going to ask at the end, like, what's your what's your rankings? Yeah. Once we've gone, I'm not as it. down on Renarita as you are, but I'm not also not super high on him. He's probably yeah. my least favorite person in A block. Um, I mean, Chase Owens and Hikaleo. Yeah, I was going to say him and Chase <laughs> Owens probably right at the bottom. Again, how is like if you're pro wrestling, Noah? Are you not fucking sweating to death, like? If I was new, I would try and scoop this fucking kid up in a heartbeat. I don't know oh, how. I don't know what the 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 contracts like. 
he is he is on another level in this tournament and and he's really sh- making a fucking name for himself he really is man uh, he's so good I, I was so excited for this it's so cool to see so many people learning about kaito and everything like that i will say like throughout the tournament as well um kevin kelly a on his own he's becoming a bit tiresome to me he he needs a partner i don't think anyone should be subjected to doing an entire tour by themselves on commentary like the man is a saint and a hero for doing it but i, I he needs someone to bounce off of i never thought i'd get bored of kevin kelly I feel awful for saying it. Um, but he's a bit like... His New Japan bias shows sometimes when Kaito's in the ring. He he doesn't sometimes give Kaito the credit he deserves. This is a two-time GHC heavyweight champion. I don't think I've heard Kevin Kelly mention that once. He's not... That, do you think that's by design, though? Maybe. But he's not... Uh, you know, he's not a Shota Umino. He's not a Yota Suji. He might be about the same age, but he's been around a lot longer and he's achieved vastly more than all three of those men combined like give kaito some credit he's not surprising he's not upsetting these are expected victories maybe i'll uh maybe i'll tweet that at kevin kelly i'll ask him why he's not giving <laughs> why he's not giving kaito his flowers dude like the cut the noah commentators i think i said it in the last episode they popped off a bit um but yeah no just a, a little aside there yeah i i don't I, I love kevin kelly he's been on a break club he's been on wrestle and he's been on the wizards he is a great person um, but yeah, I've just, I think he's getting a bit, a bit repetitive on his own. Um, and you know, you can't fault the man, but he definitely needs his Chris Charlton or his Gino Gambino there beside him. Yeah, definitely. It's, I could, can't imagine doing all these shows back to back by yourself. You need some, somebody has to be there. Yeah, exactly. We, um, uh, we mentioned Hikaleo Suji. Were you surprised to see Hikaleo get the win? I don't think I'm surprised with anything at this point when it comes to the three musketeers. I think we all, had such lofty expectations for them when really they're all babies in the grand scheme of things. You know, they're this is their first G1. They're all fresh back. Why should they be getting big wins? Why should they be progressing out of the blocks? Why should they be defeating a Chase Owens that's been in New Japan for eight, nine years? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. And Suji is so good at making his opponent look good already. Like I said, this is Hikolo's best. Suji made Hikolo look like a monster when his suji is equally a very big dude um he could have no doubt have his way with hikaleo if he wanted to but he made hikaleo look better than he has looked potentially in a new japan ring like i put this up there with the jay white match yeah no that's fair that's fair are we surprised to see uh, uh phantasmo get his his second win over kenta in such it's crazy right 25 minutes ago it's the highest of highs for us with kenta and then these next two nights, it's like he has he's wrestled two matches and he's lost to both of them in under three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean this El Fantasma match got 19 seconds from once the bell sounded, but lots of pre-match fighting around the venue. Um, I'm glad like that this was a good moment. You need some some El Fantasma can't keep eating shit constantly. Right, of course. You know, you, you need those bits of respite to, to get behind him a bit, otherwise, what's the point? Um, and it was really cool to see him get this win because he was you know, Kenta was part of the betrayal uh, when they kicked him out and he was bigging this match up. He was pumped for this one, El Fantasmo. Um, the next match, though, Ren Narita, this is it. Ren Narita's done. We, we don't need... Ren Narita should forfeit his next points. This was not good. Sonada has had a stellar G1. He's doing great as a champion. He's doing everything the champion should do. Undefeated. Yep. 
it's it's really cool to see as well. I'm really enjoying everything Sonata at the moment. But Renarita again, I said I, I exposed is the perfect word for me when it comes to Renarita. He is just so far below everyone else, and that's fine. Like, look at Master Watto from when he turned up to now. Like, it's two different people. But yeah, Ren Narita, he's just got a lot of catching up to do with these other two musketeers. Is it? So obviously you've shown your disdain for Ren Narita. Rightfully so. Hashtag fuck Ren Narita. Excuse me? <laughs> Hashtag fuck Ren Narita. Wow, are you, are you, is Kieran RH93 on Twitter doing that? No, he's not. Kieran RH93 on Twitter is very unopinionated. <laughs> okay. okay. But Bread Club, uh, Bread Club Lover 98 is not. <laughs> um, is it where is where where is he losing it with you? Where's Renarita losing it? Is it because we've been fed this narrative that he is he is a, a Shibata disciple, but he is very not like he's he doesn't wrestle so. like him. He doesn't fight like him. You don't like the forearms he throws. Like clearly, we're missing something. Renarita is missing something, right? Yeah, I think the only pros of Renarita are he, he with the submissions, like the transitions into the Narita specials and stuff, are great. But standing up, he, he like he doesn't uh, go like you know. This sounds very hypocritical. I'm the most average fucking human body person. Like for a wrestler, he doesn't have a great look. Like especially son of strong style. It's not like he's. Look, I'll put it like this. I think Ren, I think Renarita should be a junior at this point. I don't think he should. But when he came back to NJPW World TV Championship Tournament, he looked great. The Ishii match, everyone was fucking, oh, it was incredible. Like, this Renry is amazing. He beat Sonada in that tournament. A great match with Zack Sabre Jr. at Wrestle Kingdom. And now that Renry has just disappeared. Um, he's not got a character. He hasn't got a, a, anything special in his moveset. I, I, there's just, just nothing that would make... If you told me he was a young lion, I would still I'd believe you. Do you think it's by design? Like they want him to be the runt of this version of the three musketeers? Yeah, you, you just think he's fucking boring. No, you can't put that past New Japan. Um, they, you know, especially with like you know the success that Naito had from him being a failure and that turning into this incredible story, the Stardust Genius failing, and then we get Ellen Gobernable. Um, I wouldn't put it past New Japan that they're like, Ren, you need to go out and you're going to be the runt of the litter. That's a great way of fucking putting it. Um. I wouldn't put it past him, but yeah, it's just I'm I'm just totally uninvested in Ren. Uh, Suji, what well, I was from the off, he's been great. Shota has come out with tons of fire in his belly every night. He's really fucking going for it, and Renarita just seems to be there. He's just coasting. It'll be interesting to see after the G1 what they do with him. The juniors yeah. is not a terrible idea, but there's no he's way he definitely... becomes a junior now. But I think he should have come back as a junior. He's not a right. big boy. No. And I think the you know the runt of the litter might be that the narrative they're trying to tell. You said match of the G one so far. I'm guessing you're talking uh, uh, Mr. Will Osprey against Mr. Kazushika Okada. I was talking Kaya versus Gabe Kid, man. Oh, okay. I loved it, man. I'm gonna remember that match long more, long after I remember anything else from this G one. Um, but of course, if uh, Okada versus Will Osprey is a is a is a respectable number two. Fair enough. I'm um, sure he will take great pride knowing he's number two to Gabe Kidd and Kaito Kiyomiya. Double count out. I, I'm so, this was so cool. Will finally getting a clean win over Okada. Um, yeah! <laughs> that's not what Okada was saying post match. Um, mm-hmm. we, we get a Will Ospreay one where it just says, bruv. 
Um, uh, easy done. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this was this was great. Uh, this again, it's one of those ones you just wish it went longer. You wish it was didn't have a twenty minute time limit. Like, imagine if Okada and Kenny in the G one was twenty minutes, it wouldn't oh. be as high. Do you know what I mean? That's that's a quite a gross fault. Um, and the the, the Okada Osprey story. This is like the eighth or ninth single match together. Um, their, their catalog. If you were to watch it back to back to back, you'd probably see the progression of Will Ospreay for all the years and just how much his style's changed, how much he's developed, his character, everything. It'd probably be a really interesting watch. Um, but yeah, I, th- this was it was perfect, basically. Like I can't fault this. Um, it done. It, it they went out with a goal and they hit. They they smashed it. Yeah, no, two of the best wrestlers in the world. Fucking great story, great match. The Billy Goat gets his win. Okada takes his first loss. Uh, it makes things, uh, you know, a little more interesting in B Block. And then what? Last night? What was that? Two nights ago? I can't keep the fucking Sunday, Sunday July fifth, right? Which was last night for me, but yesterday which is it was the, also yesterday for you. I'm such an idiot. The final, the final night we've been able to watch ahead of recording. David Finley defeating Anaro, Toriano defeating Jeff Cobb, Eddie Kingston defeating Mikey Nichols, Tetsuya Naito defeating Alex Coglin. Tomohiro, uh, Evil defeating Tomohiro Ishii, Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Shane Haste, Tamatonga and Shingo Tagi down to a fucking time limit draw for some reason, and Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Hiroki Goto in the main event. Um, yeah, I, th- this was a pretty unremarkable. Yeah, per- yeah, pedestrian. Pedestrian, I think, is the best way. Look, Tanahashi Goto was... It was a blast from the past. Yeah, it was good. It was good. They did all the hits, and it worked. Do you know what I'd say? Do you know what we were saying about how Ishii and Eddie, they they done stuff that's been done throughout this tournament, but for some reason it worked there. Tamatonga and Shingo was the exact opposite of that. They done something so similar, but it fell fucking flat. I could I don't, not care less about this match. I don't under... And I don't... Is it... Do they just like... Are they like, hey, we need another time limit draw because we've had a bunch in the A block. Let's just put our hands in this fucking hat and pick a mat. Like, this was painful, dude. <laughs> this was not... I did not... And I like Shingo a lot. I really oh, I like love Shingo. Shingo. Of I, I, just, I don't know what this was. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't have anything positive to say about that. Zach Shane Haste was pretty good. Um, Obviously, the TMDK narrative. Kose Fujita coming out with Shane Haste and then running back up the ramp to come back out with Zach Sabre Jr. again after a great touch. So excited to see him at the Rev Pro Show, Kose Fujita. Um, but yeah, I, the Two, two of my favorites in this tournament, Shaq Save Jr. and Shane Hayes. Um, yeah, and I look, Night, uh, Naito Coglin for what it was. I, I didn't think it was terrible. I no. like, I, again, I like because of because of my relationship with with Alex Coglin with Naito. I wish I had a relationship with Naito. <laughs> I told my wife, I want, I want my, I want to grow my hair like Naito's. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how much time, bro. If I could just get the law just just there, and then just the hat just sits on my head perfectly. Oh my god! And it was like orange, oh, studly, dude, studly. <laughs> you beat them good... off with a fucking no. Shut up, Siri, you dummy. That's um, a visual I'll never be able to get out of my head now. Matt, with I Naito's wish. Hair. I, could, oh, I wonder if I could buy a Naito wig. <laughs> I'm sure if not, there's a J- oh, Japanese wait. cosplay that can help you out. But no, yeah, we we've both got a good relationship. We're always gonna go out of our way to watch and support oh. him. Um but yeah, again, I think this was good. Like I said, oh, pedestrian. It was there was a lot of good. There was nothing necessarily above that you're gonna remember. But that catches us up 
we're up to date with the G1 Climax, except by the time this airs, there will definitely be another night of G1 Climax out there. That is not a Naito wig. Look at this, Kieran. Does that look Ooh. like a fucking Naito wig? I'm always going to get a screenshot. <laughs> no. I mean, it's long and it's orangey. It's described as a Naito wig, a Tetsi Naito cosplay custom wig. That looks nothing like it. I mean, the only way we're going to find out is if you if you buy it and wear it, man. That's the only way. That's fair. Heat-resistant fiber wig. See? So it won't get... With all your fighting, burning spirit, it won't catch a lion. It's only $36. Don't buy it, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I'm a millionaire. So I roll. How many nights of G1 have we got left? One, two, three. We got four, five nights of blocks. Six nights of blocks left. So by Wednesday, August the 9th, we will have all our quarterfinalists uh, going on into the semis. Um, do we want to preview the next nights or should we yeah, jump? Because there's not, there's, there's, I think, I think we have a clear picture of. I, well, of I want to, we I want to ask about what are your rankings for the blocks from worst to best? What do you think, like, you know, your personal preference? Who do you think the best performers are? Uh, A, B, C, D. Who's at the bottom? All right. At the bottom, uh, yes, is worst. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, no, best, uh, worst the best, worst the best. Block C yeah. sits at the bottom. Uh, I'm bringing up the blocks. Finley, Evil, Tomatango, Eddie Kingston, Shingo, Mikey Nichols, Hanare, Ishii. Yeah, that's my block C is my bottom two. Um, man. Fuck, I would have to go block. Damn. Well, I would say C is definitely bottom and A is definitely top. Right, and now it's where you put D and B. You could have right because they're both the. They've got good. They've got bad. I'm going B B two. And um, D three. So from worst to best, your C D D B yeah. Yeah, I mean I I'd be fine with that. But you could argue swapping B and D, maybe. But I think when you, you've got the caliber of the Osprey matches, the caliber of the Okada matches, Yoshihashi's putting out um Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I I I, I agree with that. D D a hundred percent rock bottom, uh, and A a hundred percent at the top. Um D is so by the standards pedestrian, you know exactly what you're going to get in all these matches. Whereas A is just so fucking volatile and so unexpected, and you just have no idea who's going to win or who's going to draw or who's going to get a fucking double count out. What's how match it's going to be? It's awesome, A block. Yeah, and then you look at you know, look across them, right? And D is D blocks like eight eight six six four four two two. Likewise across the rest, except for C, and then. A is like 10, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, blast off. <laughs> got a fucking, it's, it's wild. And the way they're going to work it, like, what do we have? Two nights of each block left, right? Maybe. Before we uh, get to the quarters, a, yeah. Yeah, because then they start doing one night, one block a night. Yeah, so, so it's like, poof. So, I mean, Sonata's through. Sonata's done it. Sonata's, pff, he's in the quarters, which I like. I I, I picked him to go through, I think, in my pickums. Yeah, um, he's your champion. Does exactly. he go through? Does he get through block block play undefeated? I mean, he's got Gabe Kidd, and I want to say Chase Owens off the top of my head. Yes, um, right. Those are his last two. 
So please, dear God, do not let Chase Owens beat Sonata. Fucking, when no one needs that title challenge. Um, I'd be all, I'd be all for Gabe Kid fucking beating Sonata. Oh, a hundred percent. But no, I think at this point, yeah, you get uh, the he, he goes he goes undefeated, which I'm I'm cool with. I, I'm a big fan of this Sonata run. He's looking strong in this title run, man. Who? So I don't know if you have this information available. Ren Narita's clearly eliminated from A Block, right? Him and Suji. I don't have any block numbers in front of me. Um, I think A block's still relatively open. I don't think anyone is a hundred percent eliminated. No, what the fuck? I, I mean, sorry, I have like some guys definitely are, but I mean, like I have guys that you think would possibly be possibilities. Uh, hang on, let me look on the preview. Yeah. I'm so Hikaleo so must beat Kaito to stay in the mix. Okan is already eliminated, and Yoshihashi must beat Great Okan to stay in the mix. Ren Narita is already eliminated. Uh, El Fantasmo must beat Taichi to stay in contention. Sonada has already won A block. Tangala must beat Will Ospreay to stay in the mix. Suji must defeat Shota Umino to stay in with a chance to win. And Kenta must beat Okada to stay in with a chance of progressing out of blocks. So there's a whole lot of fucking math, <laughs> which I don't All think. Right, so, we're we're yeah. the bread club, not the math club. No, I found a, I found a Reddit post. Essentially, everybody in C Block is still in. Although yeah. this might be this is from a day ago. D Block Toriano's out. He's he might be the only he's out of D Block. Yeah, Yano's eliminated. Grado Khan's eliminated, and I think most everyone else is still in. But obviously, it's going to be like this person has to draw ten times, and this person has to, you know, go home because their dog is sick. Um like yeah just a, a, absurdities but it's still all very open um what's exciting is that the g1 final happens on a sunday and we will be recording the next day matt hell I yeah i realized we won't have long to talk to each other after the the g1 finals um whoever may whoever may who whoever may make it to the end um but yeah that's the, the i want to can we can we dump the g1 yeah, move on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, g1's yeah, out yeah, we got Ibushi showing up in 8W. We got Jericho versus Osprey rumors. There's Stardom talent defending their new Japan titles. Shibata are over in Ring of Honor. Um, there's been some some new Japan adjacent stuff going on these past couple of weeks. It's it's entirely G1 dominated, but there's there's some other stuff as well to you can dive into a bit if you're a new Japan fan. Did you uh did you did you get to see Ibushi in Blood and Guts? I could have. I chose not to. Um, I saw clips and I've seen gifs and whatnot and li- tiny little snippets from YouTube and whatnot. I, d- I didn't watch the full match. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. I, I. It was a cool moment, but for what Kota Ibushi is capable of doing in the ring, it was. It just didn't. It did for me. It did not feel like it was the right place to bring him in. And he yeah. did Kota Ibushi stuff, which I don't think a lot of people are. He was very, he was very lethargic in the ring. Uh, he would just fucking walk up to somebody and kick them. Like it wasn't, if you've never seen a Kota Ibushi match, like you're like, okay, they brought this guy in and he's, he took a fucking bump on the thumbtacks by himself. Like, for shits the match. And yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw as well, he said like he didn't know the type of match apparently, like he didn't have the proper shoes on so i think he was a bit worried or perhaps he was just walking around with literally like thumbtacks in his fucking feet 
um so he couldn't move the way he wanted to he said in a tweet i want to say um you know people have said he's looking a bit thick he's looking a bit like a juicy boy um you know the dude was out of wrestling for a long time he probably still can't train the way he would like to and peak abushi double champion abushi was just next level beast like nobody really looks like that um but yeah he's he's now going to be competing in japan really soon he's competing for gleet um so it'll be interesting to see what he's like there because yeah he did say that he he didn't he didn't know what he was getting into with blood and guts i don't think yeah i think it was very it was very exciting because it was like a fuck apparently like he was he was supposed to be a dynamite the week before but then he got to the airport and kenny omega couldn't find him he was like they were lost it was it's so the most wcw things you can think of it was it's comical um, it's a, it certainly seems by all accounts kind of a waste of kota Ibushi, like for that to be his aw debut i mean just pop pop a fucking rating if it right. works it works um does i was just about there's that popper rating there's that pop ticket sales um there's lots of uh discussion around this lots of people not happy about this potential matchup uh fight for reporting that it may be we may be getting chris jericho versus will osprey at aw's all in in wembley stadium i, I let, me, let me let me go first i haven't yes, I, haven't I want watched... you to go first because you're going to the show I don't watch AW, right? So I I couldn't tell you the last singles Chris Jericho match I've seen. The last Chris Jericho match I saw was, of course, Forbidden Door, and it was a massive fucking clusterfuck where there was six or eight men all speaking different languages, and they had never met each other before in their entire lives, apparently. Um, but I've seen lots of people saying that Jericho can't go as he used to, etc., etc., etc. From a a perspective that hasn't seen Jericho wrestle and I'm assuming that him and Osprey should be able to put on something good. I feel like Osprey should be able to carry Jericho to something good. Imagine you're Will Osprey right now. Yeah. And you get told A, you're getting to compete in Wembley Stadium. B, you're getting a singles match in Wembley Stadium. And C, it's against one of the greatest wrestlers of all time who has transcended pro wrestling. If you watched wrestling, you know who Chris Jericho is. Will Ospreay, surely right now, he can't believe his fucking luck. Of course. And look, I don't, I think, and I think, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think us as fans, right, when they announced that they were going to Wembley, me and you on this very show were like, it, it's a no-brainer, right? They're going to run back Osprey and Omega. It is a no-brainer, but that's on us. They, they, but no, they, no, and, I, and, and that's the thing. I think us as like people, people are upset about this because they want like we're gonna get Osprey Omega again, right? Where it happens, if it happens on the Wrestle Kingdom stage, you know, because because it just makes the most sense there for the Japanese fan base, or maybe it happens the week later at, at what all, all what is this all in is in Wembley, all in. yeah, and then all out the next week. Like who knows? Because that the Don Callis is still. An uh, AEW, he is now buttering up the Jericho. I think as well, you don't like. Obviously, I want Omega versus Osprey free. I wouldn't. I'd be telling everyone to shut the fuck up if Osprey hadn't had that little backstage bit where he's like, "If you want to fight again, I know a place." Because that obviously hinted at Wembley. Like they're not stupid. Um, if that little line hadn't dropped, then I'd be saying, you know, it's all us fans just having high expectations. They they gave us no rhyme or reason to expect this. Um, but also, I think. Right now, if you have the match again, it has to be for the title again. 
and I think match three doesn't ha, shouldn't have a title on the line because then it's the risk of well, not the risk of, but then it's like you kind of just assume Omega's not going to win because right. why would he get a title again? I think the intrigue would be with the title not on the line here. So I don't think the match happens now. I, I Will Ospreay most than more than likely probably holding the title going into Wrestle Kingdom, I would guess. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I like Jericho versus Osprey. I'm I'm fine with this match. Absolutely fine. Yeah, I'd, look, I I think we're clearly capable of what Will Osprey can do, and we know Jericho's pedigree. And he is not when he has gone to New Japan and worked there. He's put on good matches. That's what. So as someone that watches AEW, is Jericho washed? Do you not think he's capable of putting on a good match with Will Osprey? Because lot that's what lots of people are saying is that it's a waste of Will Osprey and what he can do. No, I don't think he's washed. Um, you know, cl- look, he's had bad, right? Here we go. Kenta, we just spent, we've been, this episode, we've been through the highs and lows of Kenta, right? Osprey Jericho, they're, it's not, with all due respect, like, it's not some fucking, like, PWG show. It's not some fucking show in Indiana. Like, it's in fucking Wembley Stadium. Like, Jericho's going to show up with his fucking working boots. And so is Osprey. There's no doubt about it. I get the disappointment you want Osprey and Omega, but man, sometimes it's better. Let that simmer over there on that. Let that simmer over there. Let's wait. Let's wait for the right moment. Let's not fucking rush it just because it's in Wembley. We're gonna we're gonna table Osprey Omega, but you're gonna give me Osprey Jericho. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it could be, you know. Osprey could have been a tag match. He could have been a six-man match. He could have been challenging for the trios titles. He could have been in a rumble. He could have been a battle royale if they're trying to get names and faces on the card. Um, like I said, the fact that he's getting a singles match and the fact that it's against Chris Jericho, like arguably the most fa- the most famous wrestler on the AEW roster, um, you would put him up, you'd say Sting is maybe the only wrestler on the roster that's more famous because people might argue CM Punk and stuff like that. If you didn't watch wrestling from 2010 onwards, you have no idea who CM Punk is. Everyone, they actually are your biggest time wrestling ever. People know who Chris Jericho is far more than anyone knows who CM Punk is, who a John Moxley is, and that's why you put Sting on the same level as a Chris Jericho. And I think they're gonna, they're obviously they're not gonna go in there and try and replicate an, an Osprey Omega match. They're gonna go in there and they're gonna tell a completely different story. Oh yeah, and I think it'll be awesome. So if that's yeah. the route they go, like fucking high five and to, come on, man, Wembley singing fucking Judas is gonna be awesome. Do I have to learn the lyrics of Judas? Uh, do, do you have to? I don't. Do you want to? I mean, you can. If you want to sing along, if you just want to stand there and just, you know, fucking throw up the devil horns, you can do that. You don't have to. I can, I can sing. I can sing elevated. The lyrics even come up on the screen sometimes, depending on what video <laughs> Osprey uses. I don't know if the fans are singing elevated, big guy. I know they sing Judas. Some fa- definitely fans sing elevated. Well, was it Rev Pro? Not like they sing fucking Judas. No, of Kieran. course not. Of course not. Of course not. No, no, no. Very different. Um, I become, I become, I become it. Uh, hopefully, when we come back in two weeks, there'll actually be some all in for us to talk about a little bit. Because just because I'm going there, and it does seem to be like there will be a New Japan contingent of some kind, even if it is just Will Ospreay on his own. And we've got the Rev Pro show as well the night before. Um, Osprey versus Shingo, Sabre versus. Ricky Knight Jr., Kose Fujita versus JJ Gale. There's a strong New Japan contingent on that show. Tomohiro Ishii versus someone. Who the fuck's Ishii's facing? He's at the show, right? I want to say Ishii's at the Ref Pro Anniversary show. I want to say he's against Luke Jacobs. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but moving on from Jericho versus Will Ospreay, we've got some 
stardom stuff to talk about. Matt's favorite oh, subject. You're the Matt, big guy. Matt wishes we were called Stardom Club. Really, it's his. It's his true. It's his true love. Um, we've yes. got an I, IWGP Women's Championship and Strong Women's Title uh, matches have been announced. Both taking place on August 13th, the same day as the G1 Climax Finals. Uh, you've got Maya Uotani finally defending the IWGP Women's Championship against Utami Haishishita. This will be. Let me let me let me paste it in our, in the chat and let's see about Matt trying to pronounce it after I just gave it away as well. Here we go. So my Uritani is taking on Hayashida. Hayashida. <laughs> there it is. Utami Hayashishta. Utami, um, hold on. Utami Hayashishta. <laughs> Hayashishta. 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 Shishishta. How is your sister? She looks, men- she looks menacing. Utami. Hey, could you just be fucking Utami Nakoya? I could say that. Nakano, sorry. Tam Nakano. <laughs> no, if, uh... Utami Nakano. That was apparently a ring name for her, according to Wikipedia. Utami, I would uh, say as a reference point, is like Okada, but for stardom, in terms of her aura. Her in ring. Oh, Audrey Joshi, a young man. They they start like incredibly young, but they also retire relatively young. And there's oh. not many that go past like even the age of thirty. Um, Whoa, yeah, yeah. But they really? also start like competing, training from when they're thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Um, it's a very different thing. But that that is changing. We are getting some some Joshi stay around longer, thankfully. Um, but yeah, it's just the the, the nature of the beast. Um, but yeah, Utami Hayashishita challenging for the IWGP Women's Championship. Uh, finally getting some uh stuff going there, and the strong openweight championship. Um. Julia, the same show. Julia defending the strong openweight championship against you. Against me? Against you. I will easily lay down for Julia, buddy. <laughs> do you not? Do, are you against you, Matt? Julia is defending the IWGP heavyweight championship. Uh, I uh, the strong women's championship. Sorry, against you. Just to you. You. Why? How do you spell that? <laughs> Why you you? Why you you is a wrestler? Why you Why you you? Oh yeah, look at that. That's she's a big girl. She is. She's awesome. I I get to see her relatively often because she's an she's an Eve champion. Um, oh, she's yeah, fucking... a big belt. Oh, she's she over thirty. She's thirty two. There you go. She's fucking great, Matt. If you it, this is on a Stardom show, so you might not seek it out. Maybe you will because it's New Japan adjacent. Um, these two matches, but you is is awesome. She she's. Like I said, big, strong girl. She'll throw people around. She's got really unique offense. Um, I, I'm a big fan for her versus Julia. This match is going to be great. I'm more excited for this match, I think, than Utami versus Mayu. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, this is really cool. And then yeah. the, the road to mercedes Monet begins because apparently, you know, according to Meltzer reports, uh, Julia will be at the Philadelphia Weekender in, um, for All, All Star oh, Junior sure. Festival and the... Uh, What's the other one? The multiverse, the impact, multiverse, and I mean, Meltzer reported that a few weeks back. Uh, we maybe even discussed it on our last episode. And since then, Stardom have announced their shows that take him late that weekend. And Julia is noticeably absent from the cards. Uh, so there's every indication that she will be competing at one of those two shows in Philadelphia. Bollocks, man! Because I got so I can't go to that show now. Either of them? Are they both in Philly? Yeah, man. I fucking. The fucking chode that used to work with me, I vouched for him because they were gonna fire him. 
And then he didn't show up the next week, so they fired him anyway. So then I got to fucking work. I can't take off. You can't. You're not doing either show. No. Oh man. Yeah, exactly. I'm fucking peeved, man. You're gonna miss the Philly Cheesesteak Cup freeway ladder match. Yeah, with Doki and uh, Lowrider. <laughs> yeah, Lowrider and Master Wado and Blake Christian and Hiromu and Rocky Romero. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll definitely cover that um that those shows in more depth when there's more matches announced and stuff. As a, fucking bummer, though, man. On the next episode and closer. No, yeah, I'm good. I'd, I'm always so pumped for you to get to go to shows. It's always so exciting when you come back because you're the energy in the bread club. Um, and it's so great hearing about your experience and you telling little kids to shut because they like Eddie Kingston. Yeah, man, I like arguing with little kids. <laughs> That's the quote for this episode. <laughs> I like arguing with little kids, not anything else. Um, I want to touch. I put our tweet to see if anyone had any last minute questions. Howie, uh, how do you feel about your boy Shibata no longer being with the LA Dojo? No, 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 no. Uh, with the LA Dojo, he announced that himself. He put on Twitter a while back, like goodbye LA Dojo or something on the ring apron with Alex Coglin, and they're both throwing up the peace sign. Uh, and there's been, I'm, I've definitely mentioned on Break Club before, it's not necessarily common knowledge, but that Shibata had taken a step back because if you just looked at all the New Japan news that was coming out by the Dojo, it's that Kusha is going to be doing training sessions and Fred Ross is going to be doing training sessions and they've changed it all up. And then and they're just not doing the Young Nine system in LA anymore. It's you can pay money and you can come train with some really talented, experienced people but they're not going to fall the LA Dojo Young Lion route like they did with Alex and Gabe and Carl and Clark anymore. Um, but I thought you was going to say about Meltzer. Did you see how Meltzer said apparently New Japan have washed their hands with Shibata or something like that? Like he doesn't work for them or something anymore. No, I didn't see that. Oh, Is that what Uncle Dave said? That's what Uncle Dave said. It done my fucking night in, Matt. Um, let me see. I'll have to go find a tweet to get to get Meltzer's exact words. Give me, Give me a minute. If you can, you can filibuster for me. Of course, I can filibuster. If you guys are checking this out and watching, listening at uh, FightfulOverbook.com and Fightful.com on the YouTube or the Spotify, because this is also available in podcast form in case, in, place, in case the English language is a motherfucker. In case you didn't know, you can listen to some podcasts. But we really like it when you watch it and then you leave some comments and you check us out. So Kieran's got a Twitter at KieranRH93. He's also doing wrestling at Dressel in that's two ends on the end of that mofo uh and if you're not part of the wrestling patreon you're a fool because they're pumping out content like it feels like every other day but it's probably weekly and it's amazing content if you don't know um or you want to get more familiar with the uh the world of of japanese wrestling wrestling is the only place to go for it not just new japan they cover it all there's the only podcast about choco pro is in the wrestling family so, Hell yeah. Uh, I'm also, whilst Matt's getting all my plugs in for me, by the time this drops, there will be a new episode of Noob Japan TV up on the Patreon with Clark Connors. Me and Clark watched back the day him and Drilla Maloney won the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles when they defeated Catch 2-2. We watched that match back together. We talked a whole lot about Bullet Club. Um, Clark actually revealed to me, I'll, I'll, I'll drop this for free. You ain't got to sign to Patreon. Clark, Clark told me he came up with the backwards too sweet. That was his idea. Uh, and you get other some uh, some other gossip like the other names they ideas they had before War Dogs um, and stuff like that as they were tossing Ooh. about ideas. But yeah, that, it, it was tons of fun um, doing that with Clark. Uh, so yeah, check that out. That's up on Patreon. And the first the, the start of a new month is also the best time to join the Patreon. 
So you get brand new new fan TV with Clark Connors over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestle in. Uh, Shibata. So this is a quote from Dave Meltzer. Yeah. I don't know what the medical situation is. Obviously, New Japan, who's pretty much washed their hands of him, he's not even with them anymore in reference to Shibata. This motherfucker, man. Oh. Yes. This man. I, I, I like Dave Meltzer. I've got nothing wrong with Dave Meltzer. I, I think he's... I, I, I love him. Um, yeah! <laughs> Okada loves Dave Meltzer too. Um, so, look, here's the thing. A, a few months ago, on a live stream, Shibata showed off his new New Japan contract. Pulled out of an envelope. Look at my new contract. Because someone asked him a question about it on the live stream that he was doing for New Japan. That signed his new contract. Two... Meltzer a few weeks ago resp- reported a month ago maybe that El Desperado is a freelancer and oh, that's why El Desperado's tying up in GCW and he's doing all these fun stuff and he's doing all these indies and he's at DDT and all these things. Yeah. So uh, people put that up on Twitter. A booker in Japan, a promoter in Japan who had booked El Desperado for this year popped off a little bit and was like these fucking foreign fans thinking they know everything. They have you have no idea how difficult it was for me to book El Desperado through the New Japan office, like basically saying Meltzer, you're you're fucking wrong, like from the horse's mouth in Japan. And see from my own experience from speaking to wrestlers, because Matt, when I'm when if I if I'm with a New Japan wrestler, I try not to be a mark. I try not to talk just about wrestling. You know, people have hobbies outside of wrestling, but it always gets to a point where I'm like, can I be a mark for a second? Can I just ask some mark questions? And they're always like, yeah. So what are we talking? I'll be like, yeah, so Shibata. Um, Let's talk about Shibata with any wrestler. Um, From what I've been told, he's got like a special contract because he can't necessarily wrestle. And I've said this on here before. They've done everything they had to New Japan and more to nurse this man back to health. He, you know, he's lucky enough to be, he he shouldn't, the fact that he's wrestling, he's lucky, it's a miracle he's even alive. Um, So imagine if after everything New Japan have done to help this man out, that he steps back into a New Japan ring and he gets injured again, or worse, how bad does that look for New Japan Pro Wrestling? That's right, awful. That's, you, that. you can't recover from that. No, that, That's that's a death sentence. Um, that's horrible publicity in every way, shape, or form. But he's cleared to compete, clearly. He competed at Wrestle Kingdom. He had the five-minute grappling rule match with Zach. Uh, and he's cleared to compete. New Japan obviously don't want to take the risk, understandably so. Tony Khan is, you know, he's cleared medically, so go for it. Um, and thank you, Tony Khan, for doing that. Otherwise, I don't get to see Subata wrestle every as often as I do. Um, but yeah, basically, Dave Meltzer shit in the fucking bed on that one. I think always, anytime Meltzer's reporting from Japan, always take it with a pinch of salt, a very big pinch of salt. Get the whole fucking shaker. Yeah, I think you can say that about anything Meltzer puts out, really. But that was my rant about Shibata. I like it. I like you come, at, you, come, it. you come at Shibata, you best not miss. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Yeah, everybody. Is there anything? Else <laughs> <to talk about? laughs> Just get really upset, Matt. You want to talk about our Twitter responses? Oh yeah, shit. Uh, Yusef quickly said, "What are your thoughts on a new New Japan Dojo signee coming from the United Emirates, Dubai? He faced Francesco Kira and Dan Maloney in very good matches on YouTube. His name is Shaheen." Um. I love that. Well, you fucking the more culture, the more countries that are getting represented, the better. And they love it too. Like Francesco Akira is so proud to be an Italian wrestler, the first Italian champion in New Japan, the first Italian wrestler in the Tokyo Dome. They 
it's the opposite of a chip on their shoulder. It's like they want to do it to what's the opposite of a chip on your shoulder? You do a chip on your shoulder because you're pissed off, but they do it out of pride. They want to represent their country. Like for sure, let's get I'd love to see anyone like give Shaheen his chance. And if he's good enough, get him in the fucking dojo. Yeah, man. It's another young lion that Gabe Kid can run right through. <laughs> um, Kate, the wonderful, wonderful Kate from the Mark Order doing Ooh, shows on Fight Four, Fight Four Select. Um, put her over. I'll always put Kate over. Not a question, but she's pretty sure she's laughed once a day at Alex Hoglin's entrance since we pointed it out a few episodes ago. What entrance did we point out? Uh, I think it was the one where he was just standing behind the curtain, the the, the light, the, and the light reflecting through thing. Um, and she would like our thoughts slash predictions on bleep block C in general because she feels like it's getting spicy. I mean, we just ranked block C bottom uh, of our rankings. So I don't think Kate's going to be very happy with that much. I think it was ranked so low because... Did you, did uh, you rank it low because you saw Kate's tweet and you wanted to... to no. Okay. No, I ranked it low because, what is it, Evil and David Finley at the top? Yeah, probably. That's why. And then another question from Will Pro Wrestling. Do we think New Japan made a mistake by having the blocks imbalanced in terms of quality? A and B seem like the more exciting blocks. I think that's a good... He's, he's, that's a good there's an argument to be made there. I think, that, I think that's done... Maybe they did that on purpose? Yeah, A block was meant to be the talking point here, but I, I don't feel like you can make one block the talking point and then just forget about the other three. That's not I don't good. Think it, like, because B block, obviously, Okada, Osprey, Taichi, Yoshihashi, like on paper, that doesn't seem like much, but then you look at the quality of matches. And D block's no slouch. Cobb, Zack Sabre Jr., Naito, Shane Haste, Alex Coglin, like they put on good fucking matches. Yeah, I think C is just rock, the quality of matches because you've got. An evil match in there, that's already a match lost. You've got uh, a Finley match in there. He's not done anything special in this tournament. I think Shingo hasn't really shone in this tournament. He's just like doing what we expect from Shingo. Um, Henare is having a decent showing. Eddie Kingston, I think, is doing just what everyone expected. Uh, there, there's no surprise in there, I suppose. Like, no one expected Osprey and Kenta to be this amazing match. Right. Uh, Yoshihashi and Okada having an awesome one. Okada Taichi putting on match of the, one of the matches of the tournament. B has its fair share of oh shit, that was so much better than I ever thought it would be. And C isn't C's not doing that. D once or twice, but C just very rarely. Would you would you be surprised if Kingston jumped up and ended up in the he made the made the cut? I wouldn't be surprised, but I think yeah, Finley and Evil seem to seem more than likely here. Um I'd say Shingo could probably scrape in because he's a former world champion at the end of the day, and getting through to the quarterfinals is a it's a big moment and also not a big moment it, right. because it's the quarterfinals. It can be used to elevate someone like a David Finley or an Evil because Evil has done fuck all and he's just been a, a loser boy for a while now. Um, I figured it was maybe that's why I went with him. I figured it's maybe time they got him back into being having a purpose, I suppose. I think that's, I think that's the, the, the cue that we're going to wrap things up. <laughs> My fucking internet's doing that thing again. It's really annoying oh, me. No, I, uh, I had a late night last night. Long day, late night. That's, we, we, we've hit all the marks. We've done 
G1 Climax, a whole lot of G1 Climax. The BGW, oh, yeah. All in. Uh, Matt getting so excited about the stardom matches coming up. Can't uh, wait. Sign me up. Got to rant about Shibata, which is always fun. Um, yeah, that's that's Break Club done. In two weeks, we'll be back with a winner of the... We, we we will be back and there will be a winner in the G1 Climax. We won't be joined by the G1 Climax winner. No, no not at this time. Maybe in not, the future. Not unless Matt somehow wins the G1 Climax. So I'll tell you what, man. I, if I can fit into my schedule, I'll go over there, grab a quick, quick 12 points. I'll be right in there. <laughs> you'd go undefeated. I think I, I, think I can. Oh, you'd lose, you'd lose one. Oh, that's lose very, one. I think I could beat Toriano. That's very generous of you. And I think I could beat Chase Owens. It's like it's very, very humble that you'd only lose one match, that you would lose one match instead of going undefeated. Yeah, no, you can't run the table. I might lose two matches. I don't know. Oh, you're getting very generous. I'm a little rusty. It's been a while since I've been here. <laughs> so you never know. Uh, be sure to follow Fightful Overbook, FightfulOverbook.com, Fightful.com. Subscribe to them on their YouTube channel so you never miss an episode of The Bread Club. Uh, we Our episodes drop every two weeks, and then they're available in podcast form. And uh, Jeremy was kind enough to allow us to air the episodes on the Shining Wizards Network about a week after they drop on Fightful Overbook. So you can get it in a variety of different uh, places wherever you listen to podcasts. Kieran's over on social media at KieranRH93 and of course uh, Wrestle In. that's I-double-N on the Twitter machine. Make sure to follow them uh, and check out all their content. They're also available wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, and then of course the Patreon. You can't go wrong because I'm going to assume, Kieran, when you sign up for the Patreon, you don't just get the new stuff, but you get all the oh, other oh, stuff. You, you get the old stuff. You can watch the old oh. episodes of Noob Japan TV with Alex Coglin and Gideon Gray and Maurice Isaacs and the new one with Clark Connors and who knows who I'll have on next month. Oh, come on. For a couple bucks a month, that's endless wrestling content from people who know what they're talking about. Uh, Unlike my podcast every Monday night, the Shining (laughs) Wrestling Podcast, at Wizards Podcast on the Twitter machine. Every Monday night, we're live uh, and available on our YouTube channel. Uh, Just search, search The Shining Wizards on YouTube. Uh, and you can watch along with us or listen in podcast form wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Um, we just had Todd Gordon, the founder of ECW on last week. So if you're an ECW fan, uh, check out that uh, interview. We had a lot of fun with Todd. And uh, yeah, we're just fucking off every Monday night. So I know Scott George comes in every Monday and he hangs out with us. And uh, I know a bunch of people who listen to Bread Club also listen uh, to podcast form. But if you're lot around on a Monday night, stop in, say hello in the chat. We have a good time. So the one the one regret of living in the UK is I'll never be able to watch a Wizards live without destroying my sleep schedule. Oh man, that's a but we don't want that to happen. Well man, that next time you go on a holiday to, to the States. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a selling point of going to the States again. Oh nice. Look at us selling points. I like that. <laughs> Well, Kieran, it's always a pleasure to get together with you. Big thanks to everyone over at Fightful Overbook for, for allowing us to continue the show. Um, don't disrespect Shibata because Kieran's going to come for you. I might have a Naito wig on in two weeks. One day I'm going to remember to actually bring some fucking bread. Because I feel like if I had like a nice piece of bread right now, I wouldn't have this weird like agita from my Taylor ham, egg and cheese on a jalapeno cheddar bagel. I mean, you can't just eating bread straight up isn't, you know, you only do that in fancy restaurants, like as a starter, like as a pre-starter. That's when you eat bread on its own. 
Yeah, but we could do it. Like we're f- we could pretend to be a fancy podcast for a couple minutes. <laughs> well, well. So instead of bread club, what would we be? Bread, like bread Michelin bread club. No, if it's, we're the bread club. It's silly that neither one of us have ever had a piece of bread on this show. I mean, I've had bread. I eat bread today. I have bread every day for lunch at work. But we're letting Kojima and the fans down, Kira. Oh, God, I can't believe we, we're not. Look, look, if you tell me we're letting Kojima down, I don't know what I might do to myself again. Okay? It's not like we're going to turn the show into like that weird thing where the Asian lady pushes just all sorts of weird bread into her face. We, we're just going to eat some bread. We should get googly eyes, put it on the bread, and then just have the bread on camera for the entire show. The go- I would still want to eat the bread, though, Kieran. You don't <laughs> look like me without, with, when you're not eating bread. Bread is good. Bread bread will save the world, as Kojima has said many times. Bread, bread is good. Bread is great. We are the Bread Club. We'll be back in two weeks. The G1 will be over. We'll uh, start to maybe see the picture of Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, we still got the Kings. What's the Kings of Wrestling is in November. What are they calling it? Kings King of Pro Wrestling. King of Pro Wrestling. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll all in, all out. Shake it wrestling, all about. Wrestling. Wrestle out. Do the hokey cokey and you turn around. Oh, my God. Turn it all around. We'll be back in two weeks. Remember, leave a comment on the YouTube, give a thumbs up, support Fightful Overbook, support Kieran and myself, and we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Oh, you know what I want to do? Yeah, I was waiting for this. <laughs> BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.